Hello everybody, this is Jesse Schreck with Practical Missions Cohort, and today we are in Italy as usual, doing an update from the ministry to involve our prayer partners as we are doing the work of evangelism here in uh, in our city, uh, discipleship, making disciples of Jesus Christ, and church planting, with the end goal of Italian men trained and equipped through the collaboration of our partners back in the States uh, to pastoral ministry, and, uh, and then the church bodies continuing reaching out to their local communities as time goes on until the Lord returns. The title of the update today is Drama at the Nursery School. And uh, this comes from the heart today because uh, some of the challenges of parenting uh, in a foreign land uh, as missionaries uh, with a totally different setup, something you're not used to, not having other family or relatives around with the helping of different uh, parental needs and so on, totally on your own. And uh, so we send this to let you guys know some of what's going on, how you can join us in prayers, a couple specific uh, prayer requests for this particular need. Uh, and then also uh, seeking advice. And any of you guys uh, with missions experience or uh, experience as parents, if you want to share any insight, what you might offer, uh, please feel free to reach out to us uh, through this. And uh, after we talk about that and after I share those requests and so on, um, I'll mention a couple photos that we have in this particular update as well, which goes together with uh, the prayer requests. I'll mention again the the dates available for anyone interested, any church interested in sending out a a group of 8 to 12 people to do a short-term cohort here with us next summer uh, in Italy uh, for 10 days to do a a group evangelism efforts, park ministry, drama ministry, uh, mass distribution of literature, gospel literature, uh, and helping church plants. Uh, I'll put those dates up in a moment, mention that, and also a new... uh, podcast no a new blog post sorry a new blog post that is also uh, now available and we would highly recommend you give it a, a, a read check it out and because uh, it, it shares some useful and encouraging resources which you could potentially add to your um, devotional times uh, private reading study times at this season of your life uh, very very good stuff uh, let me get right to the point here uh, the drama at the nursery school uh, ministry is going well all that is good uh, working here evangelizing and doing outreach with people here in uh, Mestre City where we are on the mainland of Venice and then uh, Udine the church plant efforts are still moving forward uh, there people are returning from disappearing over the summer and so on that's good uh, we're now uh, in the transitional process there to get that church plant uh, we're going to begin, by God's grace, uh, carrying that church plant forward into its next phase of life. Uh, and as the, as the missionaries that have currently been there and, and have started that are now making their, their final plans to get themselves back into uh, the U.S. at the end of October. <clears throat> so uh, we're collaborating pretty much every Sunday at this point. Uh, taking a, We're now on a rotation preaching. He preaches, I preach. Uh, we go back and forth. And uh, next Sunday, for example... After the church, we'll be gathering with them for church to worship, and then we'll have a lunch together and a Q&A time to let people ask any questions, state any concerns they might have, get some clarity, and be built up and edified in this regard, giving them confidence that the Lord is at work, the church belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ, He doesn't abandon His church, and uh, all things can move forward. Uh, so uh, you can be praying for that uh, time as well this Sunday. And uh, so ministry is going good. Uh, we had a few days away as a missionary family as well. We did a, a missionary retreat. Uh, important to uh, get new perspective 
uh, refresh, recreate mind, body, soul, and uh, have special time for prayer in regards to specific aspects of the ministry, specific ministries that we have and so on, and, uh, and then get back to work. And so that was great. The day we get back, I finally find out when the, the nursery school that we signed Cornelius up for at the beginning of the year, back in January, I think it was, finally, uh, I was supposed to get a notification by the end of August, it never arrived, and uh, waiting and waiting, I heard about a strike going on, or, or uh, uh, there was they were missing about 1,600 teachers in the school system here in our area, and I thought, wow, I guess, guess there's a strike or something also at the nursery school, or not enough teachers or something, that's why we didn't hear from them. Uh, just to be safe, we get back. The next morning, I call and uh, make a phone call. What's going on? When is it starting? And this actually just started this morning. I said, really? Okay, you got to be here by 1030, they said, for his group. Wow, okay. So I had an hour from that moment until it started. And we got Cornelius there. And the first day, parents are with him at the nursery school. Things are great. Uh, no problem. Uh, he's seen the other kids, teachers. Everything's nice, good. We're hanging out with other uh, parents as well and uh, that we've already met, already known. Good things. The next day... Uh, think it was the same or maybe not maybe the next day after just five minutes there the parents all had to leave and they were kind of sent out and uh, Cornelius had a, a bit of a breakdown he wasn't ready for that all too soon everybody's speaking uh, Italian only no English and uh, people he doesn't really know mommy and daddy aren't there they're always nearby but now they're gone they've been sent out kind of hurriedly in a rush and, and so on so he had a meltdown and uh and then that happened again on, on Monday, which was yesterday, the day of our 10-day update when we sent it out. And we were, as I mentioned here, just feeling really down and defeated because, uh, yeah, the poor little guy was just overwhelmed. Yesterday, he just refused. Oh, no, yesterday, I think we sent out the update. Monday was a total, uh, yeah, his heart just overwhelmed. The tears, the shaking, real trauma for this little guy. And, uh, uh, I mean, he was just scared. Even afterwards, throughout the rest of the day, randomly he would just come to tears thinking about this thing that he has to go to now and and really overwhelmed and, and afraid to even leave the house, thinking that he th in his mind, I think he's thinking we're tricking him and going to take him there again or something like this. I mean, something happened and he was really traumatized. And uh, he's a sensitive little guy. Uh, but at the same time, he's very social, so we were hoping he would just blend right in and love it. He loves being with other kids. Uh, but didn't happen. So I'm going to read from the update that I have over here on the computer, uh, and then I'll expound a little bit some of these things uh, and then how the important point is I'd love for you guys to join us uh, in prayer for him and, and for us as his parents and through this whole process because uh, uh, it is a big deal, you know, um, for us, and, and we need to get acclimated here in this culture. <clears throat> and it's also great for the ministry as well because by being actively involved in the in the school system and so on, you're, you're also getting to know a lot of people really easily. And already we've seen just a few days of this and the gospel's going out left and right as people ask, where are you from? Why are you here? And so on. And so that's great. Uh, and we'd love for Cornelius to be able to learn the language really well there, make new friends and so on. But let me get into that in just a moment. So let's see. Uh, nursery school, it says here, has now begun for Cornelius and it is not going so well. It's a bit overwhelming. Uh, if you can imagine as a missionary family doing pioneering work, there are few uh, to know moments that our boy has not spent with us. He does not spend time alone with grandparents, cousins, uncles, aunts, any of this, because uh, they're just simply, he doesn't have any nearby. They're in another country across the ocean. Uh, the only time he is away from us is on Sunday mornings when we're in a church that actually has uh, other kids in it, because uh, in church planning, there's not guaranteed you have kids. And uh, and even then, when he's with the other kids, he's excited, and but he, he's 
he knows we're in the room right next door. He can see us literally, and he's okay. Uh, so going to the nursery school, uh, which is something pretty much over 90% of Italian people do. I think it's expected. It's just normal. If you don't, there's something wrong with you. Everybody does the nursery school thing, uh, unless for some reason you try to get in and they, they don't let you because you have some kind of problem or something like this. Um, but going there literally overwhelmed, uh, little Chichi, little Cornelius's heart. And it's been traumatizing for him and also mommy. Mommy was crying, he was crying, everybody really, really wild and sad. Uh, apart from the fact that mommy and daddy are not near, uh, part of the trauma is that he does not yet know the teachers, as I mentioned before, the other kids, or the place. Being in a closed area like that, he's not used to either. Uh, he doesn't know the way out or anything like this. Uh, but another part of the trauma uh, is because they speak, as I mentioned also, only Italian, and his Italian at this point is still minimal. Uh, he's not that linguistic that he can just pick up both languages super easy and quick. We're happy if he's communicating with us predominantly in English and able to express himself. As you know, kids, uh, they learn little by little. And uh, But now he's at that phase where starting now, being with the Italian speakers, our prayer is that he'll pick up this Italian and it'll help him best to make friends going forward and, and have a good uh, understanding of the Italian language as well. So uh, as far as we understand and what we, what we understand about the nursery school here, it's not obligatory. Uh, you can get out of it, but you would be considered very strange and there's something wrong with you. And we don't want to be that as missionaries. We don't, we're already weird. We don't want to look too weird uh, to the people here. Uh, plus, there's good opportunities for us there also to get to know other people and so on and be involved in their lives, ministering to them. Uh, uh, so it's, it's highly recommended here. Uh, the nursery, uh, all Italians take their children there uh, once they're three years old. And uh, the, this is this is pretty wild. Though the normal routine uh, is from Monday through Friday, we're talking about three year olds here, from eight a.m. until four p.m. That's the normal routine. So they're there pretty much all day. They do lunch there, everything. In our opinion, that's that's very extreme. Uh, but you have to understand, in the Italian culture, that's totally normal. That's the way they do things. Uh, for us, that's that's kind of crazy. In, from Jerry's uh, homeland and her culture, they don't do this like that. Uh, in America preschool or nursery school, whatever it is, uh, from what I'm told is uh, two or three days a week for two or three hours, and that's it. And then when they're four, maybe pretty much the same thing, five, maybe four hours or something like this. But here we're talking eight hours a day, five days a week, as if they're already like adults in the system, you know, going to school and, and work and all this. Uh, so it's, it's it's a bit weird. And I don't think a child, I don't think that's really good for children personally. And uh, we even have a, one of our partners in the ministry is a professional counselor. And she actually responded to our email yesterday, gave some really good insight, even with the development of a child's brain and how they comprehend things and this and that. And she had a lot of really interesting things to share uh, in this regard that it's, it's actually not the best for kids to be that many hours at a place like this. Uh, so... Thankfully, though, they are willing to let us do just mornings. So if, if you can get Cornelius to like this this thing and uh, be a part of it, it is possible he can just go in from 9 to 12, something like this, uh, spend time doing activities, playing with the kids, learning Italian, uh, and then come home uh, either for lunch with us or right after lunch if he does it there, and then come home and, and, and we continue normal stuff with him and so on. Uh, and the great advantage, you know, as Christian parents, uh, I even say this here, we see the value of, uh, yeah, we, in contrast to the world, we, we have great 
respect and, and put great value on the, the housewife who was able to raise children in the home and care for the house and so on. It's a wonderful thing. It's not to be looked down upon in any way. Actually, it, it's to be looked up upon. It's a, it's a very high calling to raise children in the home. And um, that concept it doesn't exist here in Italy. Uh, and... Um, so that's that's one thing we just yeah we have to deal with. Uh, so but there is value I want to say that in uh, uh, the nursery school that the Chichi he can learn the language there he can make new friends and we're building friends as I mentioned and we can also be serving these people and bringing them the gospel through everyday life situations and so on. So we hope that he will stick around. We hope that he can do it for the half day thing just in the mornings. Um, so how can you pray for us? That's the big question. Uh, uh, and I mentioned here in highlighted uh, text today, he absolutely refused to enter the school and returned home heavy. We all returned home heavy hearted and feeling defeated. It was really, really upsetting. It really was. Uh, but I, I, today is a different day. We prayed all throughout the day yesterday, last night, left it in the Lord's hands. You know, we could just pull them out and problem solved. And uh, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, at the same time, we, we do think and we believe it would be good for him to be there. It would be good for us to be involved there. And uh, we left it in the Lord's hands. We prayed. We, we, we trust. Many of you have been praying also since you saw the update here. And uh, and ultimately, we, we, just, we decided, well, let's try a few more days and see how it goes. See if the Lord answers these prayers, changes little uh, the heart of Cornelius, uh, that he not be afraid. And that he'd be willing to uh, go and, and he enjoys making friends and so on there and and being and learning the Italian that God enable him to learn it quickly and so on and this could be a really good thing and then uh, so let's try a couple more times and if he doesn't he just absolutely refuses we'll just pull out and and go on with life as normal and maybe next year or something like this we can try again uh, that was our mentality this morning it seems though uh, and we went by faith this morning I had to go to uh, Venice on the islands on a boat and then go see a doctor a specialist for some uh, health issue uh, to get checked out everything seems okay which is good but uh, while I was there, they went and did their thing, and, and apparently he was crying and did not want to go, but he w- was willing to go in and, and stayed there. Jeremy left by faith and uh, came back just in two hours, and uh, I got home later just before lunch, and I was just amazed. He's so excited. He's telling me about what he did, and and, uh, and he was excited. He showed me one of the crafts that he made, and my heart was just over overwhelmed, just joyful to see that he actually had a really positive experience. He enjoyed himself. And to me, it seems to be an answer uh, of, to prayer. But I would ask if you could continue to pray for these few things I'm going to mention now, and we'll see how it, how it goes in the next week here and so on as things go forward. Uh, but it seems God has answered prayer, and that makes me excited. That's wonderful. So thank you if you've been praying for this. You took this to heart. Thank you for uh, presenting uh, uh, your prayers to the Lord uh, who does answer prayer. The first prayer request, pray that his heart uh, and he would not be afraid. Pray for his heart and that he would not be afraid. Continue to do that uh, if you if you feel burdened to pray for this situation with us. Uh, pray that he would also learn to enjoy the other kids and the teachers, point number two. Point number three, pray that he would learn quickly, that God would give him a mind to understand and communicate with his tongue in Italian, uh, that he would just pick that up. He is a sharp kid, uh, a little above average it seems, uh, but Pray that the language aspect also for him, just the click happens and, and he's able to understand the difference and speak also in the Italian and learn it quickly. Uh, p- number four prayer, pray for him to trust that mommy and daddy will always be there uh, to get him. Uh, ha- pray that he just have that trust and understanding 
we always come back. We love him and we're there for him and that and that'll be great. And then pray for uh, Jerry V as well to be strong. Uh, since his birth, she has not been far from him at all for three and a half years. Always right there, always nearby, out of necessity. And uh, and that's great. That's good. But to be away also, as you can imagine, for a mother, that's a hard thing. And to entrust him into the hands of people you don't really know either that well. And even as missionaries, then you know they're all also lost and you don't know what they're capable of doing and so on. Uh, so pray for her as well. Pray for us. <clears throat> and then, uh, again, if you have any counsel in this regard to uh, these kinds of situations, if you're not a parent, probably you don't need to comment or, or say anything. But if you are a parent or you work in these kinds of environments or you're also a, a professional uh, counselor, like our one friend, please feel free. Send us any kind of information you're willing to share. Give us a phone call, whatever you can. Uh, and then if you if you want to encourage Jerry V, uh, some of you have already. That's been fantastic. You can find her on the, the Facebook Messenger. She doesn't really answer email. She's a bit vintage, uh, but she does use things like Facebook. So you can message her there. Uh, that would be really great as well. I don't want to go too long, so we'll just wrap up with that there. Thank you for uh, hearing about this. Thank you for joining in in prayer, those of you already who have been praying. And please continue, at least for the next week, praying for this specific need, just daily if you could, because uh, this is a great opportunity for our son, great opportunity also for us to be involved with these people. And uh, we'd love uh, for him not to be uh, traumatized by it and, and scandalized by this, but actually to flourish and, and so on. Uh, if you would look at the update, which we'll put in the show notes, uh, you can click and see there's photos of uh, little Chi-Chi overwhelmed here, which you know can capture your heart, I suppose, if you see it. And just, wow, you really, uh, he's just overwhelmed and, and shaking and so on and tears. Very, very scared. But again, praise God, uh, people are praying and he, he's already today now. It's, it's been a different experience and, and that's been very, very good. Uh, a couple things as we close out the episode here, the update. I just want to mention this. Uh, it's available again. The links will be there in the, in the show notes. Uh, but there is another blog post available. And this one happens to be a bunch of good articles on spiritual warfare. It's one of those uh, issues that people usually just go to two different extremes when it comes to spiritual warfare in the Christian life. Uh, there's there's those who they see Satan behind every bush and every angle and, and they give all this emphasis to him and and and. and they overemphasize uh, the work of Satan in the world and so on and, and, and forget that uh, that God is sovereign. That, that's, a, that's the big problem usually, uh, that even Satan is like a dog on a leash for God. God created him. God uses him for his own purposes and doesn't let him do anything that he doesn't permit him to do and so on. Uh, so he's under control. He's not totally free to do whatever he wants. God is the one who's sovereign. God is the one who's free to do what he wants. Uh that's very important, and that usually gets overlooked. Many people overemphasize this uh, the spiritual warfare stuff. And then on the other extreme, you have those who underemphasize and f- almost live as if there is no uh, demonic influence in the world, and, and there is no Satan, and they forget, and they end up becoming uh, impotent Christians, uh, totally oblivious to the reality of, of Satan and his demons and how they would destroy individual Christians, but also church bodies, local church, and the church universal. Uh, So what's great about these articles, if you click on the link here, you'll see this is from Table Talk Magazine, the issue for this month, September. Uh, We still get it. We enjoy it. Uh, We read some of the articles, and it's always encouraging. Uh, We read this one during our recent uh, retreat, and uh, great stuff. Uh, If you know anything about uh, spiritual warfare from C.S. Lewis, he wrote a wonderful book called Screwtape Letters, and and very revealing, very captivating, the reality of how Satan is at work uh, to, to... basically bring to ruin individual Christians. Uh, these 
This is not a book. These are short articles by a variety of authors, uh, very short articles, but uh, very encouraging because it also it, it goes to the reality of the church, not just the individual, and how Satan would attack the church to bring it to ruin and so on, or, or render it impotent. And uh, in this case, wonderful articles, really good to read, and I, we would encourage you to go check it out uh, and be edified there. Uh, if you're a church leader uh, in the States, consider how might you be falling victim to some of these areas uh, traps of Satan to have you uh, lead a church that's no longer actually really a church or it's not a biblical and healthy church and so on. Check it out. It's worth your time. And lastly, the short-term cohorts. Three of them are possible for you and your church. Uh, we have, I think, four groups, four different churches considering seriously uh, something for next summer. And the dates we have uh, set up for cohort one, two, and three would be May 19 to 28, uh, June 16 to 25, or July 7 to 16. Uh, so if you need more information, check out the notes uh, to the webpage and you can get the inf- information there or just reach out reach out to us at uh, info at practicalmissions.org. Vision trips are also possible pretty much any time of the year. You guys can organize that. Uh, four to five people, four or five days. Uh, come to Italy, explore, learn about the ministry, do a little bit of ministry, be a blessing to the church plant efforts, serve in some capacity. And, uh, and then take a few more days, also go and experience uh, personally the Italian culture and all that it has to offer you. It's just astonishing the way that Italy and the Italian people have literally changed the world. So many things. Even the fact, for example, they have a bank account. It was the Italians who first started the first bank, banking system. Uh, so many things in Italy. I mean, it's just unbelievable. But come and experience it firsthand. Uh, wonderful place to see. People are into vintage stuff nowadays. It's kind of a, like a cool trend or something like this. If I would describe Italy in one word, I think I would describe it as vintage. It's just old school, very old, but yet sophisticated. And, and there's something classy about it. There's something interesting about it. So feel free to join in and, and experience it also by doing a, a vision trip. Lots of other ways to serve. I won't mention them again here, but feel free to check them out anytime, practicalmissions.org. That's it for today, guys. And as usual, like Jesus was driven to his cross, driven to get there, but also driven to it, literally. Uh, So we drive ourselves to the singular task of church planning in Italy exclusively. Till the next time. God bless you. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.